In my next two podcasts, I will be examining paragliding and motherhood. It's true that many women give up the sport when they become mothers. This may be due to a greater perceived risk, a greater feeling of responsibility, or because of lack of sleep and time. For these two podcasts, I've spoken to four women who decided not to give up. All flew during their pregnancy and continued to fly as their children have grown up. To be fair, all have or had flying partners, and I'm sure this makes it easier as the partner will understand the obsession that this sport entails. In this first podcast, I will look at flying and pregnancy, and in the second, we will discuss motherhood, childcare arrangements, responsibility, and taking your kids with you to fly. I had the privilege of talking to Ruth Churchill Dower and Judy Leiden from the UK, Heidi Insam from Italy, and Ellie Turer from Finland. Firstly, I talked to Ellie. My name is Elina. I am born and raised in Finland, lived um, across the world actually for the past few years. Started flying 11 years ago and uh, recently moved back to Finland. Before that, I was um, living the dream, working as a tandem pilot in, um, in Nepal. When I found out that I was pregnant, I never felt like I cannot continue flying. It was always a given fact to me that I will continue flying. I just might be flying a little bit differently or I just have to be a little bit more careful. But I always knew that I'm going to continue flying. But for example, as soon as I found out that I was pregnant, I didn't want to ride a bicycle anymore. Mm. And that made no sense to most of my friends. <laughs> That's why they thought that I was a little bit... <laughs> It'll be cuckoo, but I just felt like in in a, in a traffic because in Canada you have to have to ride your bicycle with within the cars like your unless there's a bike lane. But if you're in a city, you're you're riding on the street, and I mm. felt that I was way more vulnerable and way less in control when I was on a bicycle than when I was flying my paraglider in the air. I didn't know for the first three months that I was pregnant to begin with, so I kind of <laughs> missed out on that panic there altogether. And I I was actively helping my my husband teach students so I kind of continued flying through the first uh, trimester no problem and then when I found out I talked about it with my midwife and uh, she said that if that's something that you've already done for a few years and you know how to do it safely then there's no reason to stop because you're pregnant. I was so relieved to hear that because I kind of knew already that I wanted to keep on flying and I knew that I'm just going to have to be a little bit more careful and a little bit more picky, but I just didn't want to have it be a problem between me and my midwife that she wouldn't approve it. But after, after the very initial conversation that I had with her, she said, no problem, just basically you know and you need to uh, trust your, your instincts. And if you feel that it becomes at some point dangerous, then you just need to stop. But medically, there's nothing against it. So I actually I continued flying. I flew until, what, I think it was like end of October, and my son was born end of um, November. So, I Wow, was... so right up to the end nearly. Yeah, you were flying. Yeah, I was flying, and I think the, uh, the only reason that I stopped was because I actually I gained so much weight that I couldn't even fit in my harness anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good enough reason to stop yeah. for a bit. And the thing is, obviously, as as my belly got bigger and as I as I was more and more pregnant, then I really got picky with especially the takeoff conditions. I couldn't forward launch anymore. If I would have been leaning forward, I would have been flat on my face. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did pick my takeoff times, and I think it was somewhere around the seventh month, or I was seventh month uh, pregnant, and we did a little road trip along the um, the west coast um, of uh, in the states, and we were we were flying kind of anything and everything that we hit along the way, and there. Usually at the takeoff, I was wearing pullovers and stuff that people just thought that, oh, maybe she's just a little round. And I didn't hear any comments there. But oftentimes at the landing field, as I was as I would peel off my sweaters and stuff, then people would see that I was clearly pregnant. And then they would come and they would be like, oh, are you crazy? What are you still doing flying? But I just basically always explained that I'm only flying when I when I feel like it and when the conditions are absolutely perfect. And my son, actually, he seemed really to like it he would be a little bit you know more active at the takeoff I guess I was a little bit I don't know nervous or excited so he would kind of pick up on that too but then in the air he would calm down and just kind of go to sleep go to sleep and and relax Mm -hmm. and it was it was interesting flying because every time that I then basically did get into the air I had to relearn how to thermal and how to turn because every time my center of gravity was somewhere different (laughs) so and at some point I couldn't weight shift anymore because I couldn't move in my harness. So I had to work more with the brakes and stuff, but it was, it was nice. I had really, really nice flights, nice flights with my, with my son in my belly. So I was actually already doing tandems at that time. And so he got 50 hours before he was even born. Probably. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes most people a few years to get 50 hours. Heidi Inzam is a midwife from Italy. She should be best placed to know what is good for a mother and a baby, but she still faced some awkward glances when she flew while pregnant. Here's her story. I'm Heidi. I've been flying for the last eight years, and I live in northern Italy, in the best region of the world, in the Dolomites. I'm a midwife. That's my job. What was people's reaction to you when you were pregnant? They didn't know I'm pregnant, so nobody said anything. But as they knew I was pregnant and flying, they were just like, no, don't tell me you're really going to fly now. And me, yes, <laughs> why not? No, you're crazy, but it's that what I, I feel good about doing it, and I think the baby's also happy if I'm happy. And, of course, I... Will take care and so on. I I don't go to when I see something could be a little bit dangerous. I take more care than if I'm not pregnant. But you take care all the time when you go to fly. So, but people look strange if you are a woman flying, and then if you're a pregnant woman flying, they look even more stranger. And if you are flying mother, they just think you're crazy and you don't understand anything about life. But I find that very strange because you're a professional midwife. Mm-hmm. Surely you, out of everybody, should know the most what is okay for you mm-hmm. as a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they thought they could <laughs> tell you that you were crazy seems strange to me. Yeah, but but in the mind of the people, paragliding is something so dangerous because they... They never felt it. They never did it. They they don't. It's not like going for bike. Everybody has done it once in a lifetime and and knows about it. But flying is this uh, unknown. And and if somebody is pregnant, she shouldn't do this this unknown stuff because they they think about an accident. But 
<laughs> you don't have accidents every time you fly and yeah and they look a bit strange at me and then they know I'm a midwife and it's it's true sometimes they are silent afterwards and I say no I go to flying and that's okay so they just look <laughs> I know what is good for me and I know flying is good for me so mm -hmm. I do it <laughs> and uh, till what time in your pregnancy did you were you flying um I was flying until about 17 weeks of pregnancy. Afterwards, I had an accident with my with the car, and mm -hmm. so I had to stay at home and had problems. So I had an accident, but not by paragliding. Mm -hmm. And if I wouldn't have had this accident, maybe I had other flights, but not a lot because the belly gets bigger and bigger, and it's also exhausting flying. And and I I felt a little not so good flying long for just an hour it's okay but two hours was already the maximum. Ruth Churchill Darrow felt very differently about flying when pregnant. My name is Ruth Churchill Darrow. I'm a flying mum or I'm a, a parenting pilot. It was never an option to give it up, but what I did when I was pregnant was I flew in the early stages when there was no sort of additional weight, although it's arguably the most dangerous stage to fly because that's when everything is just being formed and, and at, at its most vulnerable. I had one bad landing when I was about two months pregnant or two and a half months pregnant, and I just thought, no, this isn't worth it. I'm not going to uh, not going to continue until after I've given birth. With Kaya, I decided not to fly at all through the pregnancy. And then there were a couple of evenings that were just really very light soaring evenings that there was absolutely no turbulence or anything like that. And, and I, I have to say, I put my hands up and say I couldn't resist and I went out and flew. But it is absolutely every woman's own decision to make that call for themselves, depending on who they are, where their skill set is, what, what their level of confidence is and so on. Finally, I spoke to Judy Leiden. She shouldn't need any introduction, but Judy's been flying since 1979. She currently holds a number of world records for both hang gliding and paragliding. She's one of the few pilots who's a professional hang glider and paraglider pilot. She's been the Women's World Paragliding Champion once and the Women's Hang Gliding World Champion twice. Because of her fame, the press took a keen interest when she flew while pregnant. You were super successful, you know, I had all these records and things. And then you decided to have children. And I remember you actually broke your leg when you were pregnant. Uh, yes, well, uh, landing, to be more precise. <laughs> yeah. Landing inelegantly, it has to be said. I was, I was very clumsy when I was pregnant, and I knew I was clumsy. And um, ironically, I'd just come back from St. Andre, where I'd been doing the Dormuse run, and I'd been, I'd been flying an absolute blind, a really hard competition flying um, for uh, over a week. In, uh, in really radical St. Andre-type conditions and had a ball. And then I came back and I broke my leg on my home site, just landing in the most the benign conditions. But I was, I was just descending gently, going down, and I thought, oh, I'll just slope land. I hadn't slope landed since I was pregnant because I didn't feel very sharp. 
but I thought, well, I'll just slope land. These conditions are just lovely. And I just tripped over and broke my leg. Um, I think that your ligaments soften. I was five and a half months at that time. Didn't you get pilloried by the press? Oh, yes. Well, it was just after Alison Hargreaves, the wonderful climber, had been killed on K2. And she had two small children. And with her husband's blessing, she'd gone to K2 and had been killed in an avalanche. And so the press were having a real thing, a real downer on um, women doing anything dangerous. And here was I, a mother-to-be, having broken my leg paragliding. And, uh, yeah, they, they got me on live radio broadcasts, quiz shows, things like that. And they gave me a hell of a bad time. But I felt very strongly that it's every woman's right to do what she feels is right. Now, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have been riding a horse at five and a half months pregnant or skiing because although I do both those things, I'm not an expert in them. But, you know, flying is what I do. I only stopped hang gliding because I couldn't get in my harness anymore at four months pregnant. But at five and a half months, I mean, I'd just shown that it was perfectly fine to be flying whilst pregnant out in St. Andre, flying three or four hours a day and romping around the mountains. It was absolutely fine. I was just a bit clumsy. And yeah, I was there in fracture clinic with people who'd fallen over their dog in the kitchen. You know, It was ludicrous that I was getting such a bad time. And Alison Hargreaves, you know, it was her it was her decision made in conjunction with her husband that she should go to K2, and that was her and what she wanted to do. Obviously, Chris, your husband flies as well. I mean, if he'd broken his leg when you were pregnant, nobody would have batted an eyelid. Precisely. Many thanks to Ellie, Heidi, Judy and Ruth. In the second part of this programme about flying mothers, I will be talking to these same four pilots again, If you'd like to listen to other paragliding podcasts, you can do so by going to the podcast page at www.theparaglider.com. If you've enjoyed the webcasts, podcasts and articles on the Paraglider website, please consider making a donation. You can see the donate button on the index page of theparaglider.com or in any of the podcast pages. Many thanks.